Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of Cowboys Huddle. My boy, Foots the King from Cowboys Nation TV and myself, Cowboys Blog. How's everybody doing? What's up, Foots? How is everybody doing? It's a good Friday. We got a loaded show for you all. Um, obviously, well, maybe not obviously to some of you guys who are under a rock. But if you're ready to rock and roll, you would know right now that Demarcus Lawrence is going to be a cowboy for a very long time. Joe, how do you feel? I feel great, man. This is the place. This is your one-stop shop for everything Cowboys. You know, Foots and I, we, just, we say how it is. We give you the details of everything. Prospects, contracts, veterans. Um, but yeah, man, this, this whole thing with DeMarcus Lawrence, you know, it kind of look, was looking like it was going to drag into who knows when, you know, and how would that affect the draft. Now, this is out of the way. I can't say how pumped I am, man. Like, I... When, when I heard the news, <laughs> I actually screamed, man. I didn't even kidding. Yeah, man. I mean, here's the deal. All right. To me, Robert Quinn, I don't. I wouldn't go as far as to say he was a Marcus Lawrence insurance, but I looked at it as an insurance policy. Because in today's climate in the NFL, let's be honest, you just never know. We had a player, a marquee player at his position, a top three, top five player at his position, and Le'Veon Bell, who held out the whole year, literally did not play all year. You had a player, maybe it's the Pittsburgh way, I guess, but you had a player in, but they also draft well, especially at running back and receiver. But I digress. You also had a player in Antonio Brown who basically forced his way out of town. All right, so in this league, players respect players they watch and see what other players do and you never know not to mention you know what's going on with David Irving David Irving smoking weed he he quit the team you just don't know where some of these players heads may be you don't know what may have rubbed off on him you don't know if Demarcus Lawrence in his mind was like you know what I'm gonna fleece the Cowboys the Cowboys took it amongst themselves to get it done they worked it out and I'm I couldn't have been more happy seriously uh Joe so I'm with you very excited um just ready to make it work man ready to make it work yeah and he's getting a pretty good amount of change there i mean it's uh you know he's getting good money so let's keep that production going uh you know he's we're gonna be getting the prime years out of him so that's a good thing and um yeah man i think it's just uh it just gets a lot of pressure off of the fan base and i think you know uh, let me ask you this, Fitz. How do you think that this signing affects the draft? What's, what do you think about that? Well, and to kind of piggyback on what you were saying, the prime years, you sign him, the sack production is great, but I kind of hit this in my video. You sign him because of how well he plays against the run. Mm -hmm. He's second to none in this league as far as defensive ends against the run game. Right on. I can't tell you how many times I've seen Demarcus Lawrence knife through, make a tackle against a running back, set the edge correctly, you know, crush that, that tackles off shoulder, do those little things in a stunt game to, to really get home in the run game. He's, he, he's a sack artist. He's not the Demarcus Ware type sack artist. But Demarcus Ware couldn't touch his shoes against the run. That's my right. point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Facts. Now, how does this affect the draft? Well, how does it affect the team first, Joe? Now, your defense is now looking really, really good, especially with the addition of Robert Quinn. So, while we lost Randy Gregory, 
I'm not going to say you picked up a Randy Gregory and Robert Quinn, but you have a guy who can get upfield, who, who has who has experience, but also isn't washed up and can get sacks, can get home. That's what he does. Still has been, still has the ability to get, um, you know, in a quarterback's face, right? So now in the rotation that the Cowboys like to run, Tank, um, Crawford, I'm sure Robert Quinn is going to be in that because obviously we don't know what's going to happen with Randy Gregory. I think now our defensive line will be back on elite and good status. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's it's uh, it's getting close. You know, I think if you can just, you know, bolster the, those defensive tackles. Because for me, I like Antoine Woods, but after that, it's like, you know, Malik Collins, he's good when he's healthy. And that's that's about all you have. I like the I like that we brought in Christian Covington. I think we'll get some production out of him. And um, and those guys, but you know, it's it, I think it's still you're still building this team for the draft and that's the Cowboys bread and butter. So I'm really excited. I'm I'm re-energized as we head down, you know, the final weeks here before the draft that you know, what are the Cowboys going to do? You know, I think it gives them great flexibility now. I think it really does. Is that your dog snoring in the background, Jeff? I don't hear him. Do you hear that? I thought I heard something. Maybe I'm tripping. I'm I'm going crazy. But you know what, Joe? Watch this. You asked me, and I kind of didn't answer it, what do we do now, Joe, with our draft, right? Now, I believe that our our we're, we're narrowing in on two positions d tackle and safety what do you think about that joe yeah that's exactly what i what i have too defensive tackle and safety i think that's uh you know there's there's a lot of depth in those positions too but I, I, for safety i don't think there is i think if you want that impact guy you got to get him at 58 maybe even move up but you know i'd uh, you might be able to get somebody in the third but you know I think second is where, is where it's going to be at if you want that safety. I agree. And um, now, are you moving up for a guy, Joe? <laughs> That's the thing. Uh, who do you move up for and how much do you give up? I think, you know, at, at some point, and we talked about this last year, Foots, like at some point, you know, the players that you bring into the draft and, you know, uh, undrafted players some of these guys may not make the team now because you're just so loaded at, at all the positions so you know it's going to bring a lot of competition but it you know it begs the question do you want to use all your draft picks or do you want to you know be bold and, and move up so i wouldn't mind you know if there's a player in mind that they they want to go after go get them you know get that guy go get that impact player so for me i would i wouldn't i wouldn't be mad at it you know uh, I wouldn't mind as long as they get somebody that's going to produce, you know, day one. Yeah, I mean, because now watch this. 100%. Our team's so young, and our team is so, I wouldn't say skilled, but we, we, we've been turning out good players with our first picks. That, that is like, again, all of our picks aren't even making the team. Oh, Scarborough didn't make the team last year. Covington was he on the roster? I can't even remember. Was he on or off the roster last year? 
I think that's I think I think he cleared waivers and we brought him back for the practice squad. So my point is this. Would it be okay to sacrifice a later round pick, maybe a fourth? We have two fours to get up to the second round, Joe. Yeah. To to move up some. Yeah. To get if you if you where depending on where you have Taylor Rapp rated, you want to move up to get him. You know what I mean? Speaking like, of Taylor, speaking of Taylor Rapp, but let, let me ask you this real quick. Are people taking too much stock or overreacting to the 4.7 run? Uh, you know what, Joe? That's a that's a great, great question. I think so. Watch the film. Yeah. Watch the film. Does he play 4.7 to you? If you think so, don't draft him. Dallas will. Yeah, that's, that, that's what I'm saying. I mean, saying. That, that's silly. Mm. I mean, I didn't even... Listen, I know the safety... I know that safety and I know that safety and corner are stopwatch positions, but stop. You know what I mean? Because to me, again, you look at a player can fill, can cover, plays with aggressiveness, plays with an attitude, plays with heart. There's no way, you know what I mean? There's no way that I'm not going to draft a player who game speed is fine. His game speed is fine. His game speed is fine. I mean, Obi Malafonwu ran a 4-3. He he could he couldn't he couldn't diagnose plays. He didn't play safety correctly. You know, Taylor Taylor Rapp playing in that Chris Peterson defense. Come on. I mean, that's silly for people and scouts to think that. But you know what? There will be teams that will pass on him like they passed on Derwin James because again, the draft and the draft process teams start second guessing themselves they start getting into this underwear olympics bs like just draft the dude can yeah. he play football you know what i mean joe yeah can he play exactly. football draft him he can play football and but again underwear olympics players they start oh he doesn't meet my criteria he doesn't do the things the way that i want to oh he's an inch shorter than this guy who's supposed to be this guy because of what the metrics or whatever the analytics say, so we're not going to draft him, and you make a big mistake. You do. Yeah, that's that's what it is. But it's all about who, who are you, who's your uh, who's building your board, and that, that's really where I feel good about not having the first round pick because it's like you guys, you still got Will McClay as, as your uh, you know your ace. So it's your like, GM. Yeah. So yeah, especially when it comes to drafting and all of that. And, and they do so good about, you know, drafting, I mean, not signing these really low-key guys. And, you know, the fan base, they, the ones that, that don't understand yet, I think they're newer fans. But, you know, at this point, you should already know, like, this is what the Cowboys do. You know what I mean? If they weren't going to get Earl Thomas this year, the player that everybody thought they were going to get, um, it, it's not going to happen. It ain't no. going to happen. It, it's not going to happen next year, the year after <laughs> That was no. that was the golden child, and if they didn't get him, they ain't gonna go after anybody. No, the Earl Thomas train, yeah, they're not. And maybe you know what, Joe? I'm glad you bring that up because maybe what that's telling you is they are drafting a safety. Yeah, they are gonna upgrade through the draft, and that's okay. You know what? We upgraded a linebacker through the draft, and he was an All Pro linebacker this year. So, 
that maybe you know what Joe? That's what that's. I'm gonna go as far as to say that is what it's telling you. They're gonna draft a safety. It sounds good. And then you know, obviously, and then they got the, the George uh, in free agency. Ioka, Ioka, however you say his name. He's George uh, Ioka. Yeah, I think he's just a stopgap guy too. And there's no guarantees he'll make the team, but um, you know, covered. Yeah, you covered. You cover your, your yourself and. Um, that's what that's what smart teams do. You don't want to go into a draft with the, you know, where you're held hostage and you have to make a play. Maybe that's when you get in trouble. You know, you get desperate and you got it, and you go, okay, I gotta get a guy. I gotta get this position here, no matter what. You know what I mean? Let me ask you this, Joe. And this is actually a really, really good segue into. Um, it's a great segue into what I wanted to talk to you about, Joe. So. We're, we're 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 about what 15 days out Joe? yeah it's like three weeks or so yeah exactly right it is so i mean i was thinking about that just today first i was like man uh you and i we did like in-depth last year and this year it's just gone it's flown by like so far. i haven't even got to i haven't even got to watch the later rounds hmm. later round prospects the way i wanted to you're right joe yeah, I think another fun. another thing too, Joe, is this. There's been so much Cowboys news. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of stuff we've had to cover. There has been, yeah. I, I had to news. watch Robert Quinn tape. Mm-hmm. I had to figure out Demarcus Lawrence. I did a quick video. I just got done watching yours. I mean, this hasn't been a quiet offseason. Hank mm-hmm. Lawrence is, is quit the team. I mean, excuse me. Um, David Irvin quit the team. Mm-hmm. Randy Gregory smoking weed. I mean, I mean, you know. So anyway, let's stay on draft. But I do have, I do want to segue into a free agency question that I saw floating around the internet, and I was like, you know what? I want to ask Joe about this. But Joe, mm-hmm. could there be a chance that the Cowboys draft a running back to protect in the first two to three picks? Could there be a chance that the Cowboys draft a running back? They get wiped out of safety. What if there was a scenario? Rap gone. Savage, gone. Thornhill, gone. Abram, gone. You don't like any of these tight ends. You like what you have from, well, obviously you brought Witten back. You like what you have from the Stanford kid from a year ago. Okay. What do you do? The, the D tackles are a little rich for you because you know the Rod Marinelli. This is a real thing, right? Yeah. You know that Rob Marinelli, in his mind, he's going to say, ah, give me a guy in the fourth round with traits. Yeah. What if you get wiped out? Yeah, that's what it is, man. That's what it is. That's why I feel like if it's not. What's your, what's your wipeout position, Joe? Is it running back or receiver or corner? Um, As far as wipeout, as far as what is uh, a position gets wiped out, what do you do next? Or what do you mean exactly? Yeah. Would you draft? Let's say you get wiped out on one of your. So, I, I let me dress this up for you, Joe. You get wiped out of safety, mm-hmm. and you get wiped out of D tackle. More likely to draft a corner, a wide receiver, or a back. All positions that aren't high on your need list, but we can find a place for them to play. I think it would be. I think I actually I think they would go cornerback. Um, over, really? Over running back. Yeah, because I, I just like, 
there's more value there. You know, the running backs, you can get them in, in a later round, but your cornerbacks, Cowboys are, are looking, you know, it's, um, you look at the guys that they're bringing in and who they've met with. There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, secondary players. You got corners and safeties. So, you know, I, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it, man. Isaiah Johnson, the, the, the UH kid. He's a he's a candidate that uh, the dog kid, Joe Juan that, Williams. He's another one. They both came in, correct? Yeah. So those guys, you know, they're they're hot on the radar. Chris Richard worked them out. So I mean, he's got he's deep into it, man. I'm sure he wants to continue to put his his thumbprint on that secondary. No, man. I mean, listen. Now that and we don't know what's gonna happen with Byron Jones. Next year, Zeke and Dak are going to get paid. Yeah. So, will Byron be the odd man out? I heard something today, and I want to ask you, Joe, was was Cheeto a better corner than Byron late in the year? Oh, yeah. no, There's no doubt about that. I think... Wow. Um, you but, get it real here, fellas. Yeah. He, yeah, he finished strong. Cheeto finished strong. And, and that that's good for us because you're, you're really seeing the... The progression in your second round pick there in Cheeto, and for you me, are. I've said this. I've said this early on already. If you're given a second contract, I think it's Cheeto, not Byron. And wow. you know, and it's not the hate and this and that. It's not that. It's just I. I know you and I, and a lot of well, some fans know how the Cowboys are going to operate, how they're going to play this out. You know, are you going to pay Byron Jones seventeen million dollars? Are you no. going to give him a franchise tag of? You know, sixteen, fifteen million dollars. I don't know, man. That just seems very, very rich to me. But you know, we'll see. No, I, I agree. I also, be, I think what hurt Byron is that he was such a late bloomer at corner. Mm-hmm. And if you get a guy, it actually, it's actually staying ahead of the game, Joe. Really, you got to stay ahead of it. You got to stay ahead. Of, you got to, you got to keep bringing guys in. Got to keep bringing guys in. What if he can play? What if you get injured? What if there's an injury? Remember, we were fairly healthy in our secondary last year. What if there's an injury? You can, this guy can now play. You're right, Joe. Um, it's going to be interesting to watch, man, to see, you know, where they think. thinking. I tend to lean to the running back, especially because, you know, towards the end of the year, Zeke just didn't have the same juice. Um, guess he led the league in rushing. And I know it's very nitpicky. I mean, listen, you're going to pay Zeke a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so. He's going to be, what is he, 23 now, Joe? Um, He's going to be a great back in this league for years to come. He has five more, five to six more high-level years. Yeah, that's like, right. Like best in the league years. But five, five more years, Ezekiel Elliott will be 28 years old. What if you could strategically place a plan in place, you come to Zeke and you say, listen, and this is me thinking, you know, they say musicians think crazy. This is me just thinking outside the box, right, Joe? Mm-hmm. And what you're doing is you're saying, listen, Zeke, listen, we love you. We want you to, to retire a cowboy. So what we're gonna do is now bring in your Troy Hambrick, bring in your 
just a guy who can spell you a real a real playmaker. I love Rod Smith, but a real playmaker who can spell you for a series at a time. You yeah, know? yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what you need. That's that's what Zeke needs. That's what this team needs. Because yeah, I mean, you, you gotta have them. You gotta you gotta have fresh legs, you know, for the playoffs. And you know, <laughs> they ran the hell out of Zeke last year. They did. They yeah. also the defense didn't have anything else in the backfield to prepare for, mm-hmm. and people people will they need to understand it makes a difference. It does, you know, um, a, when a defense has to prepare for different things. So that's why I tend to lean towards running back, Joe. Yeah, man, and and they are looking at running backs. You know, they're looking at uh, Damian Harris. I think it is from Alabama. Brought um, him in more of a thumper. Yeah, so him, Mike Weber, um, that met with some players. I mean, they they are looking at running backs. I, they are going to draft one. The question is, what round are they going to get them in? You know, for me, preferably for me, I would wait until the fourth round and get them. I was going to say that. I just think the second round is too rich, man. It's just like a second round pick. He's going to be a rotational guy. That's that's awfully rich for a running back, but. You know, who knows? We've seen, we've seen this team do some bizarre stuff in the past, so um, we'll see. Joe, if you were, if you had to put a percentage on it, what's the percentage that the Cowboys stay at fifty eight? I think the percentage is probably fifty fifty. Okay, so fifty fifty. What if they go back, Joe? What if they say, you know what? Is there a chance? What if New England wants to get back, or a team wants to get back in the in the in the bottom of the second mm-hmm. and you can get another three and maybe a four you're wiped out you look at it and say eh. you know yeah that's that's one thing i don't want them to do i i don't want them to to overthink stuff or or get cute because yeah i i i talked about this in a video of mine the years that the Cowboys didn't have a first round pick those draft classes were freaking disasters every single they were year. Now this one, like I said, I feel a lot better because we do have Will McClay in the fold for this one. But at the same time, I want to avoid any kind of you know silliness, like oh we're we're doing this and that and doing all kind like old school Jerry Jones, you know, wheeling and dealing and coming out with ten picks and they all suck. Like I, I don't <laughs> I don't want that. So I'd rather move up and get a premium guy than than get more picks. But uh, that's just me. Yeah, I mean. I wouldn't. I would. Yeah, we. I think the Cowboys do need to stay away from picks, 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 and playing this game. I think because you're so close, and now that you have Tank, you feel good. He wants to be a Cowboy. He's got paid for his work. He earned that money, and he he went about things the right way. Um, I think you don't. I agree. You don't want to get into this mindset of well, let me get another pick. Let me get no, 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 no. no. I agree. You know, stand in, draft, trust, do the homework. Okay, do the homework. Play out every scenario. You know, play out a scenario where you get wiped out. What about a Debo Samuels, Joe? What do what do you you know? What are you seeing there, Joe? We don't know how healthy Randall Cobb is going to be. We think he's going to be healthy, but we don't know. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that's and that's uh, that's a good point. I think these free agents that they've added are just your um like you said the insurance like you got 
you got you got, you got your cop. That's your insurance. If you want to get yourself another receiver to take over, because a lot of these guys they're all one year deals, right? Covington, Cobb, Quinn. So to me, those short deals, you know, it's like okay, it's not going to stop them from drafting a receiver, a safety, defensive tackle, that kind of thing. But um, Debo Samuel in the second round, that's that's a possibility. You know, I know some fans wouldn't wouldn't really care for that, but I think you can get some production out of him. You know, in the return game, and if Cobb goes down, he comes in and gives you a spark. He's a he's a yak guy, so he's he basically Samuel to me is another Cobb, but you know, you're getting him young, fresh out of college, so I wouldn't be mad at that pick. Yeah, I mean, it's. And the way that he runs routes, his crispness, I think you you can you can make the argument that he helped himself the most throughout the draft process. Process, excuse me, him and Montez Sweat, you know, the the All Star game, the Senior Bowl, Debo Samuel's looked amazing, right? Then he interviewed well. Then he went to the combine, tore it up. So again, I, you know, it's just some. I think the, the the Cowboys are exercising all of their, they're doing all of their due diligence, more or less. And I think that you know whatever pick they make, I think it'll be well thought it'll be well thought through with the plan. Okay, Joe, let me ask you this: This is what I want to segue into. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, the Cowboys are very big in paying their own, right? Yeah. So I want to ask you. With the free agency moves that we made, okay, Cobb, Quinn, Covington, have the Cowboys done enough? Where do you rank these these moves as far as are these cornerstone moves? Are these chess pieces? Yeah, to me, they're they're just chess pieces. You know, they're um, you know, they're very strategic, and that's what the Cowboys have been doing the last couple of. Uh, seasons you know they'll bring in these low-key guys and hopefully hopefully some of them can pan out but a lot of them don't you know a lot of them they get uh, replaced by a rookie or or somebody steps up like Antoine Woods I think was is a prime example of that and um who could it be this year will it be Cedric Wilson will it be Noah Brown step up yeah Dorrance that's a that's a low-key one that that I think some people are forgetting about. So Dorns, you know, could he surpass Taco? What's going to happen there with that? But um, that, that's how I, that's that's what I uh, I think is going to happen. But um, offensive line, I think, would be a, a surprise if, if they took somebody there because a lot of the, a lot of the chatters, you know, defense, defense, defense wide receiver running back uh, you know there's almost zero talk about the Cowboys taking an offensive lineman so could this be the smoke screen of smoke screens foot so let me ask you that what what would you be surprised if the would you be shocked or surprised if the Cowboys took a lineman offensive lineman at 58 yeah I would be very shocked and I wouldn't like it I'll just tell you that now unless you're going to trade one of these guys maybe like oh whatever you're going to do whoever I just wouldn't like it. You can't put this money resources into the line. At some point, you gotta you gotta wheel some things around. You gotta shuffle some things around, some pieces around, and you need to make it work. You know what I mean, Joe? Mm-hmm. Like keep drafting guys. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. You know. That's what it is. It, it, it doesn't make sense, Joe. So, no, I wouldn't like it at all. Yeah. I, I, I would be I would be more on board with bringing in a Debo Samuel than um than 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 drafting another O lineman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think ultimately that's what that's what will happen. I think the lineman is is on the back burner, especially with Cameron Fleming getting that two year deal. I think that's giving them a cushion to to revisit the situation later. You know what I mean? Like I I feel yeah. like it's not gonna be high on the priority. You might you know throw a late rounder or undrafted guys, but I don't see them you know using an early pick on. Them. And they shouldn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they shouldn't. Should. That's right. Draft the developmental guy and. And go to work, you know. You're getting Travis Frederick back, hopefully. Draft a, a developmental player and go to work. Yeah. Now, one another position here that uh, that they're t- taking a really good look at is linebacker, you know. And um, on the draft show, they, they brought this up. I think it was Broad that said that out of the last, out of the, what was it? Out of the ten, yeah. Out of the last thirteen drafts, they've taken they out of ten. Out back of the back. out of the thirteen, ten of them, they've drafted a linebacker, and I was like, man, that that's true. So and double down that backer, yeah, yeah. So you know that that's an interesting point, and they are looking at them. You know, they're bringing in some guys, and they've they've looked at a lot of them throughout this process. So it makes you wonder, like, could one of those be a surprise pick for you, like? Yeah, um, you know, at ninety possibly, I think maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a fun draft. <laughs> no, this draft, this draft is gonna be amazing. I still got some more tape to watch, but I can honestly say, you know, by the time it comes around, everybody will be caught up. We'll make sure that everybody is caught up. It's just again, you know, the lead off today was Demarcus Lawrence gets paid, so we can't not talk about that and how it affects everything. So we still want to do, I think we got to our, our D um, ends and we're still going to hit, you know, some more position groups. But again, guys, when it comes to covering this team, that just is what it is. So we hope you guys can stay patient with us. Yeah, so the coverage is nonstop. You know, whether um, if you visit Put's page, he's doing a great job there. Uh, with the mock drafts, I think those are really interesting takes and, uh, you know, covering the prospects. Um, you know, and obviously on my channel as well. So, and then the podcast, we really appreciate you guys following us on the podcast. It's, it's a, we, we talk about stuff that we don't have enough time to really talk about in the videos, and that's really where the podcast comes into play. Yeah, man. And I think that it helps everybody, it just helps us get our, our ideas all fresh. You know what I mean, Joe? And again, you guys stick with us. I promise you, we will have covered them by the time it's all said and done. Yeah, that's that's the thing. You know, we we always give you the names and and uh, you know go in depth. And you know, by the time you're watching the draft and you, you know you're seeing some of these names go off the board or the guys of the Cowboys draft, you're like, oh yeah, they, you know, I, I I know this guy. I've I've heard about him. You know what I mean? So there won't be any surprises. So that's one thing we try to pride ourselves on: leaving no stone uncovered. You know, it's something that we pride ourselves on, and it's something that, oh, we just got to the third round. Oh, Fuss and Joe talked about this guy. Mm-hmm. I know, Joe, I go straight to you for our watch list. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I, I go straight to your channel. And it's just something that, you know, the good thing about us is 
I'll give you a prime example. Joe hit it on the head when talking about the corners, right? We, as a, as a collective, we do not sugarcoat much, mm-hmm. all right? Meaning we, we will never in life, we will never in life, you know, give, give a false, excuse me, um, we just won't give a, a, a false opinion or a BS made up opinion because we don't, we don't have anybody telling us what we have to say. Right on. And that's huge. That you is. know what I mean? That's huge. Yep. You Absolutely. know? Absolutely. That's big, Joe. <clears throat> that was big time, baby. That was big time. We're getting close to this draft, man. So it's it's uh I think this was a good conversation, Foots. We covered a lot here. Um for Marcus Lawrence, we hit up on the draft again. And um yeah, guys, it's it's uh it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Cowboys are, are a better team right now, I think, you know, roster-wise, heading into the draft. And you got you really got to like that. The Cowboys are a better team. And, you know, by the time the draft gets here, we'll be locked and loaded, ready to go, ready to figure out how, just exactly how this team um, will be affected by it. Mm-hmm. So if it was me, I'm going safety. Um but I could make sense of anywhere that they draft except O-line. That would make no sense to me. What I learned last year also with us drafting Leighton Vanderesh is whoever we do draft, just let it play out. Let it play out. That's right. That's you know exactly what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's the hard truth, you know. You're going to want to have an instant reaction. Let things play out. Stay patient. Yeah. That's what it is, guys. That's what it is. But I think that's it, guys. I think, uh, you know, well, we really appreciate you guys tuning in. So make sure you hit us up on iTunes, SoundCloud, the Google Play Store. Give us those five-star five reviews. Star. Yep, five-star, baby. Five-star reviews, and we really do appreciate that. But, um, yeah, we really appreciate it, guys. Make sure you hit us up on, on all of our social media accounts, um, Foots the King, Cowboys Blog, and we really do appreciate it, guys. Peace.